0: Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO, 91.7 FM, The Word. I'm Roberta Foster. Today, I welcome Kristen Lunsford to Author's Corner, and she has written the book, The Pursuit of Grace, which actually has the word perfection crossed out in the title. It's published by Karis Publishing and we will tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Kristen. She graduated with a degree in early childhood education at Harding University. She's a blogger, speech writer, teacher, author, and mom of four. She has a passion for ministering to those who feel they don't belong or who feel broken. So Kristen, welcome to Author's Corner. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, you have quite a testimony in that you found out that your husband had an affair, and yet you are still married to this same man. Is that correct? Yes, for 17 years in July. Wonderful. I love to hear that story because it sadly doesn't go in that direction very often. Why don't you share with us uh, what you learned about yourself when you learned of your husband's affair and how God's grace has um, made it possible for you to
1: uh, restore your marriage and embellish on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, when... Uh, I was young, I was a dreamer, and I kind of had my life all planned out and the way I thought it should go. And And then when I got married, things were going really good. And then I found out, you know, a few years in that my husband had been having an affair and, and those dreams kind of shattered. And I was left in this place of just trying to fill the gaps of of self worth, and also just the future of my life. What is it supposed to look like now? Because it doesn't fit the dream, um, and I I struggled to um, just seek fulfillment in things and people. I I struggled with an eating disorder for several years, um, just trying to fill the void and seek value and control, Um, and I just became a perfectionist uh, through it all, seeking perfection through my relationships, through my children, um, even through my own lifestyle, just the way that I was living day to day. I'm just trying to gain that sense of control back. And then I, you know, through a long process, felt the Lord calling me to kind of address all of that, and lay it at his feet, surrender it, and realize that my mission was not necessarily his mission, um, and his mission was calling me to something different.
0: So you have admitted to being um, a a perfectionist from very early on in life, and um, you also say that that was very exhausting. Um, How... Well, tell us about how that was mixed in with a relationship with Christ. Um, Were you already a believer in Christ when you learned of your husband's affair, or did that happen after? Yeah,
1: I'd I'd grown up in the church, actually, um, and I think, you know, from early years, I kind of formed this belief system that um, I could attain my own righteousness. Mm. So, I, so I spent so long trying to do right, be right, um, follow the rules, and, you know, even in choosing a spouse, making sure I chose someone godly, and um, I think that just added to the confusion and the brokenness when when sin did enter, it was kind of like, who, who am I now? Um, if I'm not this perfect person, um, how do I move forward? So tell us, uh,
0: do you see a link between perfectionism and a sense of unworthiness?
1: Absolutely, because there comes a point in all of our lives when uh, the truth is revealed. And it, it, and it is that we are all unworthy and we can't keep up. We can't uh, live this life that a facade that we're putting up, you know, when we enter the church doors, we look great. We sit in the pews. Our children are all neat and tidy. And, uh, but that's just not the reality. And, um, sin just tends to enter in through our own heart and through the hearts of others around us. And, um, You know, we need to be okay with the fact that we can't keep up and that God is calling us to glorify Him even in our failures. And was it through this um,
0: big sadness and time of, um, of turmoil in your life that you really came to see how big God's grace is?
1: Yes, absolutely. I um, you know, like I said, this, I was trying to fill the gap, fill the void and find uh, identity and value through things and people. And that really just became a disease that spread. I needed my children to give me worth and value. I needed my husband to give me worth and value. I needed my friends to give me worth and value. And so it was just this infection that began to spread. And I ended up seeking uh, help from group therapy, but also personal therapy. And they uh, just kind of called me to surrender my need for value in other people and just rewrite the way that God sees me. Take away the perfectionism and the idea that I can... Um, earn his love and his grace and just kind of lay at the, at his feet that I'm an imperfect person and that I'm struggling, I'm hurting, and just kind of let him fill the void and mm-hmm. show him what he thinks of me. And man, that was a, just a life-changing moment for me. Wow.
0: But well, we'll talk more about that life-changing moment as we continue to discuss with Kristen Lunsford her book, The Pursuit of Grace, which in the title, The Word Perfection, is crossed out. It's a publication of Karis Publishing, and you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. Um, so in your book, you use the phrase pursuit of grace, and um, tell us more what that means.
1: Yeah, when I started writing the book, I had this idea of, you know, letting go of pursuing fulfillment in other things and just learning to pursue the grace of Christ. But really, it morphed into this idea of, um, you know, while I was seeking fulfillment and pursuing value in other things, Christ and His grace was pursuing me Mm. all along, knowing that I would fail.
0: Well, in your book, you write about a encounter with a homeless man in Denver. And so why don't you share with us that story and what you learned from it?
1: Yeah, when I was in high school, we fed the homeless and prayed over them and um, just spent time ministering to them. And on our way back to the car one night, we encountered a man, and we had one more sandwich, so we gave it to him. And as we were praying over him, um. You know it was a cold February night, and my hands were stuffed in my pockets, and um he he took off his gloves and gave them to me. You know, he's here sitting by mm-hmm. a sewer drain, warming his hands, and he took them off and gave them to a high school girl who had plenty of clothes and a nice, warm home and had never had to struggle like that. And it just kind of changed my perception of people. You know, it taught mm-hmm. me to see the soul and not the circumstance that we often, you know, look at and focus on.
0: Hmm. Well, back to the, um, the theme of leaving, striving for perfectionism behind and learning to walk in God's grace, um just having to admit that might have been very difficult. So how challenging was it to write a book with your testimony in it?
1: Yeah, it man, it was almost a healing process for me. Um, you know, it had been so many years since the affair and my husband and I's marriage is in a completely different place. So it felt almost like writing about a life that, Mm. that never happened. Um, so in that aspect, it was, it was not as difficult. However, I found the difficult part, um, and I, I broke down in tears several times just writing about how I tried so hard to fill the gap, um, how I couldn't accept the position that I was in and how I felt like um, You know, it must be me. Something was wrong with me. And so I just spent 11 years trying to make myself whole. And that was more the painful thing to write about. I'm just so sad that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't see things earlier. And I just spent so long, you know, pursuing this life that I didn't need. Mm And so do you want to
0: offer some advice to someone who may be struggling with the same need of earning God's acceptance by trying to be perfect? What would you like to say to that person?
1: Yeah, I think just um, redefining how you see God and let him tell you what he thinks of you. Um, You know, seek help. I know that that's uh, resisted quite a bit because people think they don't need it. Um, or it's also difficult to experience something that calls you to change, and we like the uncomfortable, even if it's, or, uh, even if it's painful, um, because it feels safe for mm-hmm. us. So I just I encourage people to seek help um, outside of their situation, and also just let the Lord speak to you through His Word and tell you what He thinks of you. And then I would imagine
0: that um, some changes have taken place in your life, uh, so what kind of new choices have you and your husband made since um, you've learned more about uh, pursuing grace instead of perfectionism?
1: Yeah, so we, we moved to Arizona and kind of started over uh, a new life. My husband sought help, and I sought help, and we kind of helped help individually and then together as a couple. And that kind of just redirected the direction that we wanted our life to go. And so for a long time, we lived in shame that this was our story. You know, we both grew up in the church, and we felt like this shouldn't be our story. Um, so we hid, we hid behind guilt and shame. Um, but over the past few years, we have felt the Lord calling us to use this more as a ministry and Mm -hmm. to give hope to people who have gone through the same thing, to know that they're not alone and that you can still glorify God in all of it. Amen. As I
0: said in the beginning... You don't hear too many testimonies of marriages that have been reconciled and healed and grown um, after uh, adultery. And so it's very good to hear that it can be done and is being accomplished by the grace of God. And so, Kristen, you are a blogger, a writer. So why don't you share with our listeners uh, how they can find out more about your book and other things that you're involved with?
1: Yeah, I have a, I have a website, uh, pursuedbygrace.net. Uh, I also am active on Instagram with uh, at Pursued by Grace. Um, and you can contact me through my website. You can contact me through Instagram. Um, and then you can purchase the book on Amazon. You can do it through my publisher, Karis Publishing. I also have a link to my website, uh, in my website, to that as well. So, just several ways to get a hold of me.
0: All right. So, today I've been talking with Kristen Lunsford regarding her book, The Pursuit of Grace. And it's a publication, as she's mentioned, of Keris Publishing. So uh, if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kristen, thank you so much for being with us today and opening your heart to our listeners. Thank you for having me. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.
1: For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of KNEO Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the Insider's Guide to All Things Crater. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.